Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's caravan of garbage time. You better believe it is. Now, this is going to be quite controversial, I'd imagine. Opinions on popular movies. Well, some of them are popular. Some people hate them. <laughs> we'll see how we fall on them. So what you're saying, what you're saying there is there's a there's a breadth of opinion of these movies. Yes. So it'll be controversial. Yep. For people yes. who disagree with our opinion of these movies, but for those people who agree with our opinion of these movies, it won't be controversial. That's right. Makes sense. Let's get going. The Raimi Spider-Man trilogy. Yes. The first one. We're going to be doing all three every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the huge buzz leading up to Spider-Man 2002? Yes. It was electric. Mm-hmm. The air was electric. It was an electric buzz. Yes, it was. But you know, like, because James Cameron was going to do it for mm. years, and he was going to do it with DiCaprio, and that didn't happen. And it didn't DiCaprio. It didn't he ha- DiCaprio. They mm. had to pull a bunch of the marketing because the trailer had the Twin Towers in it. I remember that, yeah. I mean, that was a good trailer when the yeah. thing was caught mm-hmm. on the web. Were you hyped for this as a comic book boy? Extremely hyped for this. Yeah, right. I mean, what did we had before this? Blade. That was a good one. Spawn. Not a good one. In retrospect, X-Men. loved it at the time. Don't X-Men. know why. Man. Pretty good one. Battlefield Earth? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> pretty good one. Yeah, pretty solid one. Yeah. yeah, it was actually the first movie ever when it did open. The buzz carried It was the through. first movie ever first movie when ever. it opened. Wow. You, you didn't let me finish, Mason. It was Spider-Man 2002, and then it was the movie where the train was coming at the audience and everybody Correct. ran away in fear. Uh, it made $100 million in its, uh, its first weekend, opening weekend. Was that a record? Never a broken record, before. yeah. Yeah, it was only... It's bro- not a broken record. No. I mean, people banging on about how exciting it was were a bloody broken record. I'll tell you let that me much. Tell you. It yeah. was only a broken record, though, when Spider-Man 2 came out. Oh. Uh, a couple of years after. It pioneered a bunch of stuff. The Marvel flipping pages. Oh, yeah. Okay, I mean, sure. most comic book franchises have dropped that. Except... I feel comic books pioneered that. <laughs> sure. But you mean in a different On medium. On screen. Oh. Yeah. What about a video of somebody turning some pages of a comic book? That Surely count, whoever did that. Who's done that? I don't know. People on YouTube? Name a reference. What, prior to 2002 yep. on YouTube? How about just a guy, you, you go to somebody's website <laughs> and they've built, the, like it's a GeoCities site and they're hosting their own video and it costs them hundreds of dollars <laughs> every time somebody <laughs> watches the video. Clicks on that the, guy, uh, he was a pioneer. Yeah. I know you have opinions on the lead casting of Tobey Maguire. Yeah. It wasn't initially going to be him. It went through like a few people. 
Uh, DiCaprio, I mentioned James Franco, mm -hmm. Wes Bentley, who you remember as the boy who was in love with the plastic bag, the weird one. No, I remember. His, I remember him as the bad guy from Ghost Rider. That's how oh, I remember him. Well, I remember he's the bad guy from the Hunger Games with the weird beard. Oh, very good. <laughs> yeah, uh, Frank... I remember him as somebody people constantly reference as looking like me. <laughs> hey, you look like that weird beard guy. <laughs> Frankie Muniz, who was actually a child. At the That's side, true, which yeah. makes sense. But then he went straight from Malcolm in the Middle to racing Formula One cars, Something I think. Something like that, yeah. yeah. But you know what? It came to Tobey Maguire, and it's absolutely worth it for the opening sequence of what is clearly a man in his late 20s <laughs> chasing a school bus for some reason. <laughs> you know? Yeah, to get his son. Yeah. Upon re-watching this movie, this movie is one of the purest translations of comic book to movie, I think. I mean, there's some elements, like the web shooter. Well, see, changed, that, sure. well I, th I think so, but I think, like, in terms of colourful, stylized, and it's kind of simple, kind of action-packed, I think Sam Raimi, the director, has clearly gone, okay, in this scene, how can we make this look exactly like the page yeah. from a comic book? And the I think posing, it works. The swinging. Yeah, and, and I think yeah. in, a, in a lot of cases, especially visually, it works really well. Yeah. But I think maybe some other stuff, not so much, which yeah, I'm sure right. we'll talk about. Some stuff needs to stay on a comic book page. I completely I think. agree. Like the Green Goblin. You want to give him a weird oh, for sure. motorcycle yeah. helmet. Mm -hmm. I had two other names here Scott Speedman. Oh, yeah. Who we know from Underworld, the half vampire, half werewolf man. Correct. Mm -hmm. And uh, Freddie Prinze Jr. and Sam Raimi joked at the time he won't even be allowed to buy a ticket to see this film. Brutal. I, I wonder know. if he ever did. He probably we did. We should tweet him and find no. out. <laughs> Sam Raimi made sure. Oh he my put goodness. his picture up. Yep. Do in, not sell tickets to this man. <laughs> what I don't miss that uh, movies have kind He probably of... got the lead from Shiz All That to buy him a ticket. No, oh, that's probably true. Yeah, yeah, they probably did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he went, <laughs> she went on his shoulders and they walked in. Exactly. We're the world's tallest woman. One ticket, please. <laughs> what I don't miss are these super long credit scenes. No, they're good riddance to them, I think. Yeah, I think yeah. X-Men probably held on to them for a while. Yeah, too long. Yeah. And this one is very... I mean, this one, you know, it sets a tone because it's webs and it's DNA and it's buildings and it, but it's yeah. it's too long. I mean, and again, a, a product of its time and these days if, if a movie started like this, I think we'd be like... Get to the action. Yeah, we don't Get to it. the man running yeah. after his, after the school bus. <laughs> you can appreciate the score. I think we'll talk about it next week, but the second one does it better because its credits are a recap of the first film. Yes. And mm -hmm. I believe it's uh, Alex Ross. Uh -huh. Okay, so what do you think about Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man? He's too old. He is too old. I mean, I, there's nothing wrong with his performance. And I think, uh... if, I think if he started it... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I think he does very well in his role as a man who just has to keep rolling with the punches because everybody he encounters doesn't like him for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Like there's no... Well, again, once, once he finally gets on the bus, surprise, he's not picking up his son. He's a high school yes. student. No one wants to sit with him, not even like the glasses held together with tape other nerds. Yeah, that's like, right. Like for no reason, everyone hates him except yes. for Harry Osborne. Who doesn't take the bus. It makes me wonder what he did prior to this. Because <laughs> yeah, sure. he seems relatively socially adjusted. Justin. Well, he has friends in the comics. Yeah. Like, right? he's a nerd yeah. and he gets bullied, but yeah. people, some people like him. He's got him. friends. Nobody likes him on the bus. Nobody likes him in the city. Nobody <laughs> likes him at the Daily Bugle. Like, everybody introduces himself to us like, nah, nah, get well, out of my face. Stop wasting my time. It's funny, though, because on set, people notoriously didn't like Tobey Maguire. There's really? an interview with Joe Manganiello, who's in this movie. He plays Flash Thompson. 26-year-old Flash 26 Thompson. Flash I looked it up. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Actually, he's two or three years younger than the teacher. Side note, if you put up a photo of all the characters that go to the <laughs> science fair situation, you were like pick out the teacher, <laughs> I might be like, is it the little bald guy? But maybe I wouldn't. 
you could be, you could just you could cast that as anybody. Yeah, make it a make it a big tough guy. Make it a make it the sports coach. Make it a very matronly yeah. female teacher or whatever. No, make it the little That's bald fine, guy with glasses. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's an interview with Joe Manganiello a few years back where he talks about on set the crew offered him a couple hundred bucks to accidentally just clock. Toby Maguire in a fight. Wow. Yeah. Did he take the money? No, he didn't. Because he goes, well, I probably wouldn't have worked again if I had broken Spider-Man's nose. Yeah, right. And delayed the filming like months. Mm -hmm. But Toby Maguire is also, look, I don't know anything about him personally, but have you ever seen the movie? uh, Spider-Man? Yep. Earlier today. Have you seen Spider-Man 2? Yes. Yeah. If you ever seen the movie Molly's Game, which is based on a real life story, uh, the Michael Sarah character from that, who's a complete son of a bitch, is based on Tobey Maguire. Interesting. Yeah, maybe that was just a phase he was going through, but he was not but a he's, it's clearly But it's clearly made an impression on certain <laughs> directors and screenwriters. Absolutely. At least he got ripped. It was kind of the first, mm-hmm. not the first, but, you know, that kind of transformation wasn't super common then. Now it is. Yeah, for you're sure. You're getting Paul Rudd, you're getting him some abs. Don't mm. even worry about it. But... Yeah, back then, it was unusual. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it was him and the actor playing Aunt May. She also got ripped. Yeah, she did. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> but the reason he got the role was because there was... Well, that the studio wasn't really keen on him because they're like, yeah, he's a good actor, but can he do the action stuff? And there's like test footage and it'll be in the video, I'm sure. You're oh, probably like. looking at it right now where he kind of proves that, yeah, he can kind of do this, that stuff, which he can, but also you don't really need him to do it. Right, okay. Yeah. In, in, in the sense that you could CGI everything or you could stunt man yeah, everything. He's a man in a mask. He exactly, can't be anything. Yeah. He can't be anyone. And the times when he's not in a mask, he's in shadow or it's the back of his head or whatever. Like the bit where they fight, in, when he fights in the alley with the mask off mm-hmm, and it's raining. Sure. That could be anybody. Yeah, for sure. What do you think of Mary Jane Watson? Look, I, here's the thing. I, I think individually, Peter Parker and Mary Jane, I think... Kirsten Dunst and Tobey Maguire do a fine job, except in any scene where they're together and having any kind of emotional moment where it's just this. Which is weird because they were in a relationship, <laughs> like around oh, the time of this Those movie. two actors, right, <laughs> yeah. okay. But I don't know, it's just... Didn't translate? Uh, look, I think what doesn't translate, and I spoke about it earlier, I think yeah. a lot of visually, visually a lot of stuff does, a lot of the action sequences do, but I think there's a certain amount of schmaltz relating to characters in relationships that works on the page, but I think it's dialogue that doesn't really translate to live action. Like that bit where she's like, what did you tell Spider-Man about me? And he's well, like, actually, well, she, I when, when, the, the, when I looked into her eyes, eyes I, I felt said, alive but also dead, and I felt excited but also not excited, and I felt happy but also sad. What's happening? I felt like it was the end of the universe. If that, someone said that to me, I'd be like, Okay. <laughs> there is a very good case, and I'm sure somebody's done this already, but if they haven't, get on it. There's got to be a really easy way to recut this movie into Peter Parker as an insane stalker. Because <laughs> there's so many. I just came across town to see you. Yeah. I just took two buses at a cab. Yeah. Did Harry know? Nah, I didn't. I didn't, <laughs> didn't tell, tell him. him. <laughs> yeah, this is. Yep. I'm on a solo mission here. Speaking of Harry, I've got a quote here, a uh, piece of trivia. James Franco joked about Toby Maguire and said he had frog-like features on set. Uh, and he was <laughs> But offset, chiseled like a god. <laughs> uh, this created friction between the two actors, uh, which led to an existing uh, rivalry, which I think I'm oh, sure Oh, it's still is happening. Cool. I'm sure it's cooled by You'd now. You'd hope so, right? Yeah, yeah, but I yeah. Think that's quite funny. But he, I think he's not very good in this either. I think right. he's a good actor. Who is good in this? Stuff. Willem Dafoe is Willem good Dafoe in this. Willem Dafoe is terrific in he's this. He's chewing some scenery, but he's also... He, he's just he's, And he's, he's doing the dual roles. Yeah, uh-huh. He's Sometimes let, in the same scene. Yes. He's let down by the goblin costume. Well, yeah, look, in terms of costumes, one thing I do like about this movie, and again, mm. visual stuff that, that Sam Raimi clearly went, we've got to get this right, yep. is the, the spy 
Spider-Man costume is. It's, yeah. It's, it's chef's kiss. It's so good. I think it's, their eyes could be a bit whiter. That's fine. But I think... <laughs> you like look, the raised yeah. webbing? And, I mean, recent, yeah. recently there was a sort of a, a campaign to get the Sam Raimi Spider-Man costume in the yeah. Spider-Man PS4 game. Yeah. And look, having rewatched this just now... I get it. Like yeah. it's a, it looks oh it's so good. It's Chef's Kiss, you say. Yeah, but but I don't understand why that couldn't have been translated to the Green Goblin costume. I was watching but some behind the scenes stuff and they talk about it and they're like it's Avi Arid said specifically Who is a longtime Marvel uh, producer. Spider Man ruiner. Uh, he said <laughs> something along the lines of the Green Goblin is too cheesy in the comics. He's got his accent. Where's right. he from? I don't uh-huh. know. They actually did try and this was released a few years back, like a motorized goblin face. Yeah, right. And it looks terrific. Some might say Willem Dafoe has a motorized goblin face. Well, I figured that's why they got him. Yeah, right. He's yes. got a real goblin face. Yeah. I think if you just painted him green, you'd be like, yeah, that's a goblin. Yeah, right. <laughs> so Avi Arad said that it's because it's too cheesy. Yeah. But and I mean, I guess if you do go directly purple spandex rubber goblin mask, yeah. then yeah. There is a scene, though, in this movie where. And again, speaking of corny, and I think yeah. this will probably that I can we can talk about the costume. There is a scene where Spider-Man goes up to rescue what he thinks is a woman, like a crying woman in a burning building, yeah. and it turns out to be the Green Goblin wearing an old lady shawl yes. and making like stock lady screaming noises. Yeah. And like that is corny, but also I think that would be a perfect opportunity to transform that version of the Goblin suit. Like he's right. like he's wearing rags and he's surrounded by fire. Yeah, just like melt the suit. Oh yeah, and like covered idea. in rags, and yeah. it's a, it's the comic book Green Goblin suit. There you go. And then he used the weird the weird the melty. It's suit. a real rags to Goblin story. Absolutely, it yeah. is. That's why I love this movie. But I get it. Like I understand they wanted to make it realistic and like it's military tech, and they wanted to justify the yeah. universe. It's the same with the web shooters, which Did are you... viscerally unpleasant to watch. Boy, having, are they? Having, having done a rewatch of this, just having him squeeze his wrists and yeah. Whack, do you reckon squelch he, it out? You'd have to keep hydrated. Yeah. Because that's a lot of web all the time, right? Yeah, right, absolutely. Yeah. Do you think his body's grown extra sacks? It would have to. Yeah. What a, th- a thing that I didn't know is that Oscorp's main rival, Quest Aerospace, is a real company. In real life. Yeah, but oh. it's a it was a it's not a military company, it's a company that made like remote control cars and stuff, and Marvel bought them oh, in the eighties. Okay. And so they were like, let's let's oh, put nice. them in as a fun little nod. Their goblin glider equivalent is way worse. I was gonna say, <laughs> if they made if they were to have made an Iron Man movie in the nineties, as they had planned to with maybe Tom Cruise, that's what it would have looked like. Like that weird standy uppy yeah, one man submarine <laughs> fridge situation. <laughs> what I what I like is that the military are planning to go with Quest Air aerospace over Oscorp and they're like look we like the super suit and the the formula that gives us super strength we're not entirely sure about this weird incredibly unstable glider yeah. which even the test pilot seems to be having a lot of trouble staying on yeah right man there's there's some wonky CGI in this and I there's feel. some wonky compositing there's yeah. a lot of very obvious green screen yes the bit where he's testing his powers which I quite like where he's leaping across the rooftop it's clearly like a like a weird composite shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a bit where he throws one of the goblin bombs and the board members all turn to skeletons. <laughs> you sure do. <laughs> and yet Mary Jane and Harry Osborne, who are like two yeah, feet away, don't. Don't. And the other thing about Mary Jane is she doesn't really do much except just kind of scream. Like mm-hmm. there's, And there's even a moment where Willem Dafoe's like, what do you think she's interested in you, in you for? Not for your bloody looks or your brains, you dumbass. I think... James Franco and Kirsten Dunst are about the same level of attractive. Like, I don't look at those two and go, why would she be with him? Yeah, right. And I'm uh-huh. like, yeah, that makes sense. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Also, the upside upside down kiss is weird. I don't like it. I know it's iconic <laughs> and whatever, but it's weird and In gross. retrospect, that only meant like twice. And she doesn't even know what he looks like. That's true. Is the idea that he that she knows that it's Peter Parker all along? 
She's got a sense of it. I don't think that she does. She I figures mean, it out at the end. She keeps, like, there's hints that she's figuring it out, mm-hmm. but she doesn't until he takes his mask off in the second one. Yeah, right. Like, uh-huh. she really doesn't know. Mm. Yeah. Uncle Ben's good. I like that actor. Uh-huh. I love the discussion in the car. Uh-huh. I think it's the best discussion that they've done for that on film. I mean, they did. The only other one that we've seen is The Amazing Spider-Man, and they, they didn't even dare to say with great power. It's like, listen, if you've got a responsibility, then maybe you should use your responsibility to do the best thing that you could possibly do at that exact <laughs> moment in time. Oh, I've been shot! <laughs> <laughs> but this, I buy the actor. Yeah. Uh-huh. I buy Tobey Maguire in that scene. Yeah. Uh-huh. Feel- Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Kind of the hurt when he kind of when rejects he's, his... Yep, when he's killed by the Sandman. Yes, that's right. And not this guy. <laughs> not this guy, yeah. We'll get not back weird, to that. blonde, t- frosted tips, man. Yeah. What do you think about the action, though, in this? I think it's mixed. There's some shots that are great. Yes. There's the shot at the end when uh, Green Goblin throws all those sort of razor boomerangs at Spider-Man and he, like, jumps out of the way and they all spin around him. Well, like, I think that bit looks sick. dumb. You would. He's just... Yeah, I know. And obviously they just, you know, put the 
made boomerangs. him jump, and then they they put the boomerangs wherever him. they wherever he wasn't. But yeah. I mean, I think that would, that was cool, and it looked yeah. direct, came directly. Well, out I didn't of the like comic that. Books. You wouldn't. There's some action sequences I like. I love the bit, uh, the confrontation they have at the end, where he punches the Green Goblin, and he flies back, and then he webs him back down, and then kicks him in the head, yeah, and like yeah. pulling the building down, the the wall down on him, and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. is all really good. And it also looks like Peter Parker is really injured. Like super yeah, right. injured, and you don't really get that in any of the other movies. Well, he was because the crew dropped just... the crew dropped a wall on him. So, <laughs> like that bomb going off at his face, and yeah. he's just torn up. It's kind of a horrific kind of moment. There's, you can see that kind of Sam Raimi horror element. I feel. Oh, in for sure. Scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's that. It feels like the camera's sort of on a rubbery tripod. Yeah, right. Like it's always bouncing back and forth. I feel that's that's kind of like the Sam Raimi trademark. Definitely. Mm. Speaking of bloody cameras, though, they invented this new camera system for swinging through the city. It's this system that could drop 50 stories very suddenly. <laughs> so they drop that between buildings and then you animate Spider-Man kind of oh, moving see. in and out. Right. And it, uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's quite good. And they, they use it a little bit in this, but they use it a lot more in there. Well, they put it on a truck or something? No, they just hang it down oh, okay. between buildings. That's kind of like what they do at sports games, I guess, oh. but, but more dangerous. I wouldn't know anything about that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring that up. I, can I bring this up, though? The Green Goblin gets impaled on his balls at the end. I don't know why they chose to do that. Goes right into his balls. Does it? Oh yeah. Huh. Yeah. Not the gut. Not, not the, the chest. Not right. the neck. Uh huh. Not the ear. Huh. Right his balls. Yeah. I just don't think that would have killed him immediately. I think it would have. Uh... Well, that's what he deserves, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. A slow death from his balls. <laughs> Quite frankly, yes. Mm. Yeah. There's a lot of. Uh... You mess with New York, you get the horns, baby. Yeah, <laughs> the horns and the balls. <laughs> That's, That's right. all. What all the New Yorkers on the bridge they're yeah. aiming for his balls. The first thing that the goblin gets hit with doesn't make sense because he's entirely under the bridge when he gets hit with it. Oh, I see. Like he goes under and he's going to come out. Uh-huh. And then he gets hit in there with a pipe or a brick. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's some New York bridge dwellers. <laughs> okay, People who live right. under that bridge. So sure. It's well, all part of New York. You mess with them, you mess with everybody. You get the horns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I understand why they did it because this, this scene was done after 9-11. It was like, let's get yeah, some right. New York unity and, and stuff going on there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there is tension in that scene where he has to catch Mary Jane and the cable cut. It's, it's a callback to the death of Gwen Stacy and whatever. I think uh-huh. that scene's quite good. But there's that, all, that also contains... Maybe like the worst villain dialogue that I, it's it's the one where it's like you know it's tough you shouldn't be a hero because if you're a hero then maybe some lunatic in a green goblin suit will come up and present you with a sadistic problem that you have to solve and he's just and here it there. is <laughs> he's just standing there going uh huh yep. yep yep what is it maybe move yeah <laughs> maybe make a move maybe do something in advance here <laughs> maybe plan something out. You know? Yeah. Mm. We can't go past J.K. Simmons, though, obviously. No, absolutely not. Just quickly, there's some standout casting in this, including him. Some names that have become big names. Uh, well, J.K. Simmons, who's he was a he was a known actor, but this yeah, right. made him huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elizabeth Banks is in this. She's Betty, Betty Brand, Brand, yeah. Joe Manganiello, who we mentioned, and Octavia Spencer, who's at the wrestling match, being like, "You sure you want to get beat up in this wrestling match?" And he's like, "Yeah, I want to make oh, a, yeah, that's I want right. to make a uh-huh. gay slur at this wrestler." So yeah, <laughs> please let me. My favorite part of that sequence is non non. First of all, he gets they they put him in a cage match. Yeah, and he's like, "What? I didn't sign up for a cage match." This is your ideal situation. You're going to do fine in a cage match. <laughs> if anything, having an open air thing would make it more difficult for you to win this. Yeah. Secondly, what I liked about it is when Bruce Campbell introduces him as the Amazing Spider-Man. Yes. The the ring girls immediately start mocking him, yeah. and one of them's like, "I'm going to take your eight legs and beat you to death with them, or whatever." And I'm like, "That's good improv. Like you've just learned he's Spider-Man, and you're already you're already just gone for you're it. You're already riffing, That's which I great. respect. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what kind of environment it is where you 
do a real wrestling match with a lunatic. Like, I'm not sure. <laughs> yes. And why wrestling? That's true. Why not some kind of MMA or boxing? It's just... Well, MMA wasn't big at that point. I guess I it think, wasn't. Yeah. Well, neither was weird improv wrestling matches. <laughs> all right, fine. <laughs> but then again, Mysterio was running it, I guess. Ma- yeah, Because that was the plan all along. That's true. Um, We get a lot of little nods to, to other to other properties that maybe they were going to bring up later. The the star photographer at the Daily Bugle is Eddie. Yeah, that which might have been yeah. Eddie Brock. Yeah. Peter Parker loses his job with Dr. Connors, I think, which is yes. mentioned in, in But Who, We Never Seen, who's well, the lizard. Shows up in two, yeah. two and three, yeah. Mm. There's a few things like that, yeah. And even things like... They'll reference other comic book properties where, like, you're not Superman, you know? Mm. Oh, I, want to talk about, yeah, I want to talk about J.K. Simmons. That's the best. Mm. That I, I feel that remains. In terms of surprises, I think maybe Chris Evans edged him out in terms of, like, well, I, didn't, I wasn't sure I was going to like this character, yeah. but, but he, this is a great depiction of this character on screen. But in sure. terms of just absolutely 100% nailed the conversion from comic book to movie, I yes. think J.K. Simmons as uh, J. J. Jonah Jameson, Jameson yeah. is... Perfect and Agreed. will never be will never be bettered. I would like to see another Jameson in the Spider Man movies. I don't know who's going to take that role. Yeah, but it, the, his dialogue's great. Uh, the look is dead on. The look is dead on. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's amazing. It feels like he's just throwing out real insults, like on set. Yes, right. It feels like he's not acting. He's just screaming at everybody. Yeah, and I guess it's like jazz. At, it's exactly like jazz. That's what I was going to say. He's great at screaming at people. Yep. He's throwing out insults. There's a bit where he throws his cigar out the window, and then it comes back on. Yes, like the Green Goblin takes the time to throw it back onto his <laughs> yes. desk before he blows up his office. What I find really interesting about that character as well, like he's a he's a dog of a bloke, mm-hmm. but when the Green Goblin Goblin's got him and, and is like, who's taking the photographs? He is, does, it, is it the, the yeah. boy right next to you? He he's doesn't like, no. rat him out. Yeah, right. Which is just crazy to me, which means there's some kind of human being inside that's, that guy. That's, a, that's yeah. the journalistic integrity you just don't see anymore, you know? <laughs> I agree. Mm. Is that everything? Uh, look, special special shout-outs to all the background extras. Oh, my God. There's one. Thank you. I was going to... Because, like, <laughs> having seen it a couple of times, I was always focused on the main action. The foreground. The foreground, obviously. But I think... Have you know if you, when you have time to watch it a couple more times, I'm like, there's some weird stuff happening back here. Yes, from again from the very very old high school classmates. Yep. At one point, there's a in the crime fighting montage, the first one where Spider Man's like, I'm really going to dedicate myself to crime fighting. I love and he, it. And he busts up a whole bunch of bank robbers and whatever. He webs up two bank robbers, one of which is a woman wearing a midriff top, which I just <laughs> that's I, very that's very 2002. 2002 yeah. I'm like, she's like, well, look, we should rob this bank, but I'm going to look like Kim Possible while I do it. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite one is during the bit where Spider-Man beats up Flash Thompson. Mm-hmm. There's a guy standing behind Mary Jane Watson and he's got glasses and curly hair and just the the expressions on his face. There's one moment he's just like, what's happening? <laughs> and the next moment they cut back to him and he's clapping because the fight went well. And then they cut back to him again. And he's just like, what's happening? <laughs> and then they cut back again and he's just waving his arms around like, I don't understand what's going on. That's incredible. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the woman in the, when the Green Goblin attacks the the city square, there's a, there's a sort of ethnic stereotypes. And there's also that woman who goes, Spider-Man's here. It's Spider-Man. <laughs> there he is. I see him. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty good. Uh, uh, in the in the fight between Flash and Peter Parker, yeah, when Spider two grown men, yes, <laughs> fighting in a school <laughs> before the police arrive. What I also enjoyed is there's a moment where you see time slow down. Yeah. Uh, because he's you know Spider-Man's reflexes are so good, and you do see one boy shooting a spitball at another yeah. boy, and I'm like, man. 
They Nostalgia. Took yeah, man, they took this from Fight Club, didn't they? <laughs> they really did, yeah. yes. And uh, I just want to give spe- special mention to the bit where he catches the tray of food. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not CGI. They did it for real with sticky stuff on the bottom of each object. It was 156 takes. Oh, my goodness. So there you wow. bloody go. Well, no wonder. Look, I don't want to lay any blame anywhere, but I think if you like, why does Tobin, why did Tobey Maguire have a bad attitude in this movie? <laughs> I think he can probably lay the blame on the fact that he had to wave a tray round <laughs> while food landed on it 156 times before they let him leave that day. <laughs> so, you know. Fair point. Mm. Anyway, I'd love to know what people actually think of this movie now. Yeah. I think, look, it's obviously dated. Uh-huh. it's 18 years old or whatever at this point, mm-hmm. 17 years old, but there's a lot of good stuff in here and a lot of stuff that would go on to be better stuff as the years go on. I like don't, Macy Gray. Like Macy Gray, exactly. It's mm. not the best Spider-Man movie. Mm. Uh, it's certainly not the worst one. Absolutely which not. We'll, which we'll get to. But there's a lot of pioneering stuff here, which I think... You know, we wouldn't be where we were today, as in me and you, Mason, talking mm-hmm. about this movie if we hadn't seen this movie and then do this conversation. This conversation would have a lot <laughs> less content in it, I imagine. I'd imagine so. Mm-hmm. It's weird that they went straight to Spider-Man 2, we'd say. <laughs> and that would be the end. Yep. Yeah. Any thoughts? We'd love to hear them. Next week, we'll be back for Spider-Man 2. But of course, if there's anything you want us to talk about for Caravan of Garbage, it could be a video game, a movie, a comic book, a TV show. We'll do it, won't we? Yeah, absolutely, we will. Also, we have a podcast called The Weekly Planet where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. We've got an episode coming up on Spider-Man. He's in Europe. <laughs> Spider-Man <ready>. European <laughs> Vacation. That's right, yeah. I'm at Mr. Sunday Movies on Twitter. I'm at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter. I thought you'd hate it more, this movie. I've grown up. Look, I never really hated it. Yeah. I think the sequels, there's, there's more to love and hate in the sequels, I think. Then we'll come back to it. Yeah, we will. Goodbye. Can they say that a hero can save us? I'm not gonna stand here and wait. Please don't copyright strike this. Hold on to the wings of the eagles. Watch as they all fly away. Hey, hey. They're watching us, watching us, watching us, watching us. We all fly away. I was under the impression that song kicked into gear immediately during the credits. No. Not true. That's at the end. We learned something. Grab that jam, you guys. We'll see you next week. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.